By strategy, what I mean is how are you going to conduct yourself and what moves are you going to make throughout your ownership that allows you to execute your plan at the end and maximize your results that you want, right? Maximize the dream that you want to accomplish. So if you plan to turn it over to your children, what is the strategy to do that? Do you plan to grow your business just totally by yourself and then one day say, hey son, here's the keys to the business, good luck, and you know, I hope you do well. Probably not. You probably understand that that's going to have to include developing your children into being business owners, helping them become familiar with the business, getting them working in the business when they're younger, and all those different things are going to go into being able to execute that plan. Welcome to the Infinite Franchisee Show, where every franchisee meets infinite possibilities. Here, you will discover the executive level strategies needed to overcome the overwhelm, concentrate on explosive growth activities, and capture the life of your dreams with me, April Porter. I am an attorney, a former award-winning multi-unit franchisee, and a number one international best-selling author on a mission to help franchisees achieve infinite success. Hello, everyone. Today, we are talking about equity in your small business, your franchise. So first, let's really get an understanding of what we mean by equity and how it's different than the investment you've made in the brand. And then we want to talk about how to build equity. And I'm going to give you the two ways, the only two ways to build equity in your business and how to think about that moving forward. So first, what is equity? Well, equity is just like it is when you buy a house, right? You have your purchase price and you have your loan amount. And if your loan amount is, let's, for round numbers sake, let's say it's exactly the same price as the house. So let's say you buy a house for $300,000 and you have a loan for $300,000. As you pay down that loan, you start to... Uh, get equity in the house. So if you pay down the loan to the point where you only owe $200,000 on the loan, you have $100,000 in equity. Now, let's assume that when you go to sell that house, the market has not changed whatsoever from when you bought it and you sell it for $300,000. Then you have $100,000 in equity because you have to pay off the $200,000 loan. But let's say that your house actually gains value during the time that you own it. Maybe you do some improvements or maybe you just own it for such a long period of time that it gains value over time. And you can sell the house now for $500,000. Well, you've built equity in your home of $300,000. You still have to pay off that $200,000 loan. So you're going to walk away with $300,000. So ultimately, it's what is your asset worth and what will you be walking away with when you sell that asset? That's what we're talking about when we say equity. And businesses are no different than houses. You make an initial investment and then based on the way that you run your business, your business grows in value and you may decide to sell it. And so that's what you want to know is how do you grow it to maximize the equity in it so that when you go to sell it, you can walk away with as much money as possible. So 
The number one, the very first thing you have to do when planning to produce equity in your business is have an exit strategy. And you, as if you've been listening to my podcasts or to our live trainings in our Facebook group or any of my other seminars or anything, you will know that I am a huge proponent of three strategies to implement on day one of your business ownership or even earlier if possible. Exit strategy is one of those three. And when I say exit strategy, I do not mean your exit plan. So an exit plan is, okay, I plan to grow this business and sell it. I plan to grow this business and then pass it on to my children. Or I plan to grow this business, this franchise for my 10-year term of my franchise agreement. And then I'm not going to renew. I'll just close it at that point and retire. So those are plans. By strategy, what I mean is, how are you going to conduct yourself and what moves are you going to make throughout your ownership that allows you to execute your plan at the end and maximize your results that you want, right? Maximize the dream that you want to accomplish. So if you plan to turn it over to your children, what is the strategy to do that? Do you plan to grow your business just totally by yourself and then one day say, hey, son, here's the keys to the business. Good luck. And you know, I hope you do well. Probably not. You probably understand that that's going to have to include developing your children into being business owners, helping them become familiar with the business, getting them working in the business when they're younger. And all those different things are going to go into being able to execute that plan. The same is true if you plan to sell your business. You must have a strategy all along the way so that when you get to the point when you sell, you can maximize the value that you get for your business. And this is where many small business owners, unfortunately, fail when it comes time to sell their businesses is that they don't prepare for the sale from day one. They make a decision seven, nine, 12 years into business ownership. Okay, I think I'm done and I think I want to sell. And at that point, they start to do things to get ready to sell. And so because of that, they actually are not maximizing the value they could get from their business. If you start on day one, you are maximizing because your whole journey is with a focus of, I want to sell this for a profit one day. So as you work through your business ownership, you can ask yourself, is the move, is this move that I'm making right now in my business, is this going to increase the value for sale down the road? Or is it going to keep it the same? Or is it going to detract from it? So those are the types of things you want to be thinking about when you are creating an exit strategy, when you are actually owning your business and the strategies you're implementing in your business all along the way. So what are some of the things that you can do to increase the equity of your business during your time of ownership? Well, one of the things to do is to really understand that your equity as a business owner is separate from the brand's equity, the franchisor's. So the brand itself can have a wonderful reputation and a lot of brand recognition nationally. But that's not necessarily going to play into the value of your individual unit. Your individual unit, they're going to be looking at how well have you created a reputation for that unit? What is the goodwill of your unit that you're selling? And then what are the assets of your unit? So 
one of the things you can do to create more equity in your business is to create proprietary assets. This could be your the way you've structured your company, the way you train your employees, those types of things that you've created that you can hand over to the new owner and they can use to continue running the business as well as you did or better. Another thing that you can do to create equity in your business, more equity in your business, is to figure out how to become an absentee owner. Businesses that are absentee are valued at a higher multiplier when it comes time to sell. And the reason being is that the person buying it does not have to come into a job right? They are buying something that's already self-sufficient and running without you, which means it will run without them as well. And obviously time has a value to it. So people value time very preciously and someone will pay more if they're walking into a business that allows them to keep their time and keep where they can continue distributing their time as they are or as they want to versus having to take their time and dump it all into this business. That's another equity builder is to be able to extract yourself from the business. Now, something that can affect your equity in your business is the franchise agreement itself, because chances are that a buyer will have to sign a new franchise agreement, which will have different terms than the one that you signed when you originally opened your business. Many times the royalties will have increased from the time that you opened your business to the time that you are selling it and possibly the franchise fees as well. There also might be new obligations for the buyer that include upgrading the facility or remodeling it. So a buyer coming in to buy your system, your units, could be looking at, yes, the purchase price to buy your units, but also there's a bill coming from the franchisor. And your numbers may look amazing for your royalty rates. But when you add in the new royalty rates, their profit margins are going to instantly shrink, even if everything is exactly the same. The revenue is exactly the same as what it was for you. So those things can affect your equity and you need to be aware of it so that you can factor that in and you can create your goals to hit certain revenue numbers so that when you get your highest multiplier, you can because of the assets that you've created in your business and the system that you've created to become an absentee owner, that you are creating a cushion in there that allows for negotiation based on what the franchisor is going to require of the new buyer. So those are some considerations in thinking about equity. And it's much more complicated than just purely, I'm going to grow my business and sell it and take home the profits from the sale. I hope this episode has helped you understand why an exit strategy is so important to have early on and to consider with every step throughout your business. When we think of things in long-term big picture goals, we can be more strategic in our daily decisions. And then that's when we truly can realize our business ownership dreams. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would give us a review on our platform and also head on over to the Franchisee Infinite Success Facebook group. Join us there for more weekly lessons in different strategies for franchisees. Have a great week. Do you love the Infinite Franchisee Show? I'd love to hear from you. 
Take 60 seconds and leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. It is such a small thing that can help so many other franchisees and entrepreneurs find us. And then they can discover infinite possibilities too. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next time, remember, there are infinite opportunities to grow your business and reach the sanity, wealth, and gratitude you deserve. So don't ever settle for anything less than infinite success.